0: God's word for our meditation is the Easter gospel from John chapter 20. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciples started for the tomb. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it that you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. What is it that you're looking for? What is it that has your life on pause, on hold, that that if you just had things different or, or could change one thing or add something, that finally you could begin to really live? What is it you're looking for? Is it a better job with better hours? Maybe more money in your pocket? Less pain? Better health? Maybe the, 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 the strained relationships in your life would, would get sorted out? And maybe it's something about yourself that you want to change, or you want to just have a better positive outlook on life, uh, you want to just advance yourself, you just want to be in a better place. What is it that you're looking for that you put your life on hold for? That if you just say, if this was different, if this was better, if I could add this or take away this, then I could really start living life. What is it you're looking for? You know what Mary was looking for that morning? She was looking for a corpse. She was looking for a a dead body in that tomb because she saw Jesus die On that Friday, she saw the lifeless body being taken off of that cross and put in this very tomb, and now it's gone. She's there because she wants to honor that body, prepare it for burial, put oils and spices on it, but but the body's not there. Mary is so caught up in her sadness and in her worry and in her fears that she misses the point of what's going on. You know, even angels in white sitting inside that tomb don't wake her up to the truth. Even Jesus himself appearing to her, she's she's blinded by the sadness and and fear that she has overcome her that she doesn't even recognize that it's Jesus. It's real easy for us to, to read this account and say, how dense can you be, Mary? And then even Peter and John. How can you come and see the empty tomb and then just go back to your homes like nothing's happened? I mean, come on, you guys. You should have known this was going to happen. He's told you how many times over and over. I'm going to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to be arrested. I'm going to be suffer. I'm going to die. But on the third day, I will rise again. They should have been able to put the puzzle pieces together, but they didn't. For some reason, they couldn't. It's easy for us, 2,000 years ago, sitting here, to say, how can you not get it? (laughs) How dense can you be? But, I'll tell you what. What we do is even worse because we are blessed to have the whole scriptures, all of them. We, we have the Old Testament with the hundreds of prophecies about that coming Messiah, that one who would come, what he would do about his birth, about his life, about his ministry, about his miracles, about his death and resurrection. It's all there in the Old Testament. And then we have the gospel accounts, four of them, four accounts, eyewitness accounts of his birth and life and ministry and suffering and death and resurrection and then we've got the epistles all those letters at the back of our bible that help us explain it all and put it all together to make it make sense for us but we've got the whole scriptures but what do we do are we any different like peter and john you're coming here this morning and again, you see the empty tomb. What happens after this? Are you just going to go home, go on with your day like nothing happened? Or, or like Mary? Maybe you come here and yeah, you know, Jesus is alive and you believe that. Yeah, you get to come and see him here, but, but you've been so blinded. by the worries and the fears and the cares of this earthly life, that you miss him. You miss Jesus. And what this day, what this empty tomb is really all about, how it changes absolutely everything. What is it you're looking for? What did you come here to find? if you came here to find answers on how you can have a more peaceful life right, in your relationships and how you can be a better person how you can obey God more so he can love you more you've come here to hope that maybe God will fix some of your problems in your life you're thinking way too small of Jesus can he do all those things? absolutely <laughs> But he can do so much more, so much greater, so much more important. What is it that you should be coming here to look for? A savior, a living savior. What you find here at the empty tomb is so much more than just fixing the earthly problems of your life. Here you find something that you need much more than making your life more comfy and cozy here. Do you realize that if Easter did not happen, that if that tomb is not empty, if Jesus did not really rise from the dead, you have no reason to live. You have no reason to get out of bed in the morning. You have no reason to, to parent your kids or, or go to work or have anything. There's no purpose in life if Jesus is still dead. You know, if Easter did not happen, if that tomb is still occupied, if Jesus is dead, you know what that means? It means that you are still dead in your sins. It means that all of the guilt and the shame and the regret is still hanging on you. It means that there can be no peace, no rest. No security, no comfort whatsoever. It means that you still have to answer to a holy God for all of your sins, all of your evil, all of your wickedness, all of it. You have to answer to the holy, righteous God who rightly should judge you to hell. If Easter did not happen, if that grave is not empty, If Jesus is still dead, you know what that means? It means you have no hope beyond the grave. None whatsoever. Death should absolutely terrify you. If Jesus is still dead, your destination is eternal condemnation in hell. But friends, the fact is, that tomb is not it does not still have a body in it the fact is Easter did happen the truth is Jesus is alive and that changes absolutely everything and what this means is that everything now is different because Jesus is alive you can look at everything in your life differently you can look at your past differently you know that? That, that all of those sins all of those sins that you have committed and that, that still come back to haunt you once in a while or maybe more often than once in a while all of those things that you've done to hurt others all of those things that you've done to offend God all of those things that you left undone that are regrets they're all paid for they're all taken away because Jesus was delivered over to death for our sins, but then he was raised to life for our justification. That God declares us not guilty of our sins because of Christ. His death on the cross, where he said, It's finished. God's stamp of approval in the resurrection, that yes, all has been done. You are forgiven. All guilt and shame and regret taken away. Your past, it's clear. You stand before the judge and he says, you have have no criminal record. You're free. It's been paid for by another. By the one who was crucified and risen for you. Your past, wiped clean. And your future? Oh, your future. <laughs> what you have waiting for you. Because that tomb is empty, because Jesus is alive, you have the promise that death cannot make you afraid. Death has no power over you. Where, oh death, is your sting? Where, oh death, is your victory? It's gone. Because that tomb is empty, because Jesus is alive, we have the assurance that we too shall live forever with him. That heaven is open to us. That because we are not guilty of our sins, we are justified before God through our crucified and risen Savior, that we are righteous in His sight. We are holy and blameless in the sight of the Holy God, and we will get to be in His presence forever. Oh, your future, it is beautiful and bright, and it's eternal with God because that tomb is empty. Your past cleared. Your future, it's beautiful. And even your present, right now, is changed. Your life right now is different and has meaning and purpose because that tomb is empty. Friends, you you don't have to wait for things to be just right in your life to begin living. What are you looking for? What are you looking for to to, to get your life in the place where you want it to be and to find that peace and that happiness and that contentment that, that you long for in life? It's found in an empty tomb. That right now, you have life in Christ. Right now, you have a life filled with the peace that only God can give, that I live free from condemnation. I don't live under the, the finger of God as he's, he's just demanding things from me. No, I'm free to love. I'm free to serve. I'm free to obey. I, I'm not under this, this, this demand to obey and perform so that God will love me. God already does love me. Look at the empty tomb. There's your proof. Right now, you have life in Christ. A life that's filled with peace and a life that's filled with joy. Joy. Joy that is not found in the circumstances of my life, how much money I have, or what my job title is, or how many friends I have. Joy that is found in Christ alone. The joy that I find that and only have because Christ lives in me and through me. You have new life right now. Your life begins now in the resurrected Jesus. You have peace, you have joy, and friends, you have purpose. Your purpose is no longer to live for yourself, but to live for him who died when was raised again and now lives on high for you. Dear friends, new life begins right now in our resurrected Savior, Jesus Christ. And that alone can bring us peace. And that alone can bring us joy. That alone can bring us The power of his resurrection to live in him and through him. And like Mary, we see these things. We come here and we get to see Jesus, and and like her, we we can't help but want to be filled with this amazement at, at the things that we have seen. We get to see the nail marks, proof of his love for me. We get to see him risen, we get to see that empty tomb, proof that he is again in all of his glory and power as God. For me, we come here and like Mary are filled with joy and excitement because that tomb is empty. And that means we are filled. We are filled with peace and joy that only Christ can give so that we can go like Mary did and go and proclaim we have seen the Lord. We have seen the mighty things that we have, he has done for us. We get to go and live the life that God has called us to in Christ Jesus. Not waiting for something more, something better, but to know that right now, right here, we have everything we need. For this life and for the next, may the message of our lives in this world always be, He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. We continue with our next song.